Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Thank you, too. Summertime And the living Hey everyone, this is the Helping Friendly Podcast. This is our quick hit from the first night of SPAC. Um, we are here with our our good buddy Patrick, um, who's, Patrick, who's back on the podcast. Hey Patrick, and hey Brad. Hi Reggie. Hi guys. Patrick, how so awesome. how is the how is the campground and the and the venue and does it, I know it all feels familiar to you because you've been there a bunch, but what's the vibe like and all that before we kind of get into the music? Uh, it's a really nice vibe. I think with the storm yesterday, you know, kind of at least we showed up um, late, you know. Um, we probably got to the lot at like 7.15 or something, just walked into the show. Um, but it just felt very relaxed. 
Um, we had a lot of space where we were in the pavilion up on the balcony. Um, so th- it just felt like there was lots of space. You know, it wasn't the line to get in moved very, very quickly. Sometimes it's a cluster at SPAC because they kind of like funnel you into a bridge there. What are sometimes headaches that SPACs weren't headache last night. Um, it was just really nice, really relaxed, lots of space, lots of room to breathe. So it's been a really nice vibe so far. Awesome. So the rain maybe washed everything clean. <laughs> um, yeah, Patrick, I, I saw some like of your it. I saw some of your photos on um, Instagram and whatnot. That's uh, you had a pretty good seat last night, huh? Yeah, it was great. We were um, in the balcony, the front section, um, yeah. kind of off on fish side a little bit. So yeah, it was a really great view. So tell us a little bit about you know RJ finally got his stealing time opener. Tell us a little bit about uh, the first set. Yeah, it was great. I obviously thought of RJ when they opened with stealing time, you know. Sorry, buddy. Sorry to do the demand for you. (laughs) You know, put a smile on my face when I hear songs I associate with you guys. So that was really nice. Um, Awesome. Yeah, I thought the the first set was great. I thought Bowie in the middle, um, you know, I guess Trey maybe had some equipment problems or something. But I think Bowie in the middle of the first set, you know, City's Bowie, it's just nice because it's a kind of unexpected placement and it's kind of, uh, you know, it you're kind of in it, right? If they're playing Bowie, the fourth or fifth song or whatever it was, um, game on, right? Yeah. So I thought that the first set was, yeah. um, was really nice in that way. Um, the, the gin was interesting, you know, it kind of seemed like at the end, uh, you know, everybody but Trey wanted to keep rocking it a little bit, <laughs> blow it up a little <laughs> bit more. Um, it was kind of an odd landing to the gin, but, uh, but it landed. Yeah. And then, you know, it was kind of a bonus, um, bonus song, you know, they did Golgi and that was great. Um, and then it seemed like they were going to leave the stage, and I couldn't tell if it was Paige or um, or Trey, but one of the two of them seemed to, you know, realize they had some time left on the clock or something, uh, and kind of got everybody back. And they played Coil, which is, you know, I always love Scorn and Coil. It's just such a nice song, and uh, so nice to end the set. You know, kind of a little uh, alone time with Paige. You know, just Paige and twenty five thousand yeah. of his closest friends. So that's, I mean, it's like a thirteen. I think it was like thirteen song first set. With a Bowie, a Gin, a Coil, like a Cities. I mean, it was a pretty serious first set. I think. Yeah, I thought so. And like, surprisingly, I really loved Waiting All Night. That was one of my favorite parts of the first set. I love um, that the yeah. lights were really pretty. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Pat- Little Patrick, bit of Go ahead. We, I, my one of my hobbies at fish shows is, is calling songs and like i usually make you know as you know i'll call like 50 things and then one one of them hits and then it's really awesome and i was calling this monster chalk dust forever um like every every set at the man but um you guys definitely got it last night um i guess what what was the um feeling i guess that i mean sand into carini into chalk dust is a, a pretty powerful trio there but what was the um did did it feel like it was on once once they busted out with sand? Yeah, I really did. I mean, you know, I thought the first set was great, and so yeah, when they started with sand, you know, that's uh, as you know, that's another one that I know you love. That that really gets you in the groove um, right off the bat. And Creamy, I thought was um, you know slow and clean. I, I thought it was, mm-hmm. was pretty clean. I haven't really listened to it yet, but um, thought that was really good. And then yeah, I'd been waiting for the chalk dust. You know, I thought it might open. So the chalk dust was the real meat of the set. I thought. Um, it was just a really yeah. fun jam, uh, lots of different sections. You know, I, I, um, I'm not complaining. I'll critique though, but I think that chalk dust, I agree the, like the first jam was great, but that lull, I think before the bliss section is just kind of like, to me, it seems like they were lost and they're trying to find their spot, which is fine. But, um, 
you know, I like the cohesive flowing jams, obviously. Um, yeah, and I think, but it, Brad, before, sorry to interrupt you, but I think Patrick, before you joined, um, before we started recording, Patrick was saying that that was, they were all kind of, um, they were kind of instrument switching, right, Patrick? Was that during that same yeah, piece? Yeah. Yeah, that was during the chocolates. I assume it was the kind of meandering part. Um, so Trey went over to the Marimba Lumina, and Mike went over to Paige's um, keyboard rig. And so, you know, kind of mm-hmm. had two of them on the keyboards, two of them on the drum rig. Um, and so it was fun, you know, it was, it was a nice little antic. And uh, I think, you know, Trey hits a little melody on the Marimba Lumina that I think is really nice. Um, you know, there's a couple little yeah. melodic parts in there, I think, before the end. So, yeah, I think probably, you know, like when you're there, you see them walking around, and so you're kind of like, "Oh, this right. is cool." They're walking. Everybody's kind of excited, trying to figure out what what what's happening. But it probably doesn't translate as well to you know to the audio because um, you know Trey walking to the Marimba Lumina is a lot more interesting to watch, I guess, than to listen to. Right? Like <laughs> we, we don't we don't go to fish shows yeah. to listen to Trey walk. <laughs> right, right. It's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Go ahead. Patrick, um, is this, I think the, the, the internet chatter so far is, um, and I'm glad that you're like removed from the internet chatter being there at the beautiful campground and walking around yeah, and drinking Bloody I, Marys. I but, am, yeah. But is <laughs> the internet chatter is that, you know, the warm up's over. So is that how it felt to you after having watched most of the shows and then seen this, this one last night? Yeah, that's the way it felt to me. I mean, you know, I'm an eternal optimist, but, uh, last night it felt like settling in. <laughs> yeah, I try not to have expectations, but, um, you know, it, it feels like it's going to be an amazing run. You know, it feels to me like every night's going to get better. Um, could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I was very happy with, yeah. what, with what we got last night. But, yeah, it kind of feels, like I said, it, it felt very spacious. It felt, you know, lots of room. Everybody was in a good mood. Um, yeah. Everybody was, energy. you know. So, yeah, the energy was just really nice and relaxed. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't wild. It was, it was mm-hmm. contained. Um, and so I think... You know, I always expect Saturday is going to be the rock and roll show, and uh, and Sunday is going to be the kind of more psychedelic show. We'll see if that's the case. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely it it felt like they're just kind of you know kicking the tires yesterday, um, mm-hmm. and getting everything firing. Um, but they really, I thought, opened some stuff up and sounded really good. So yeah, I mean, again, soft What about this? I wanted I think- to I wanted to chat a little bit about the two thousand and one. I think this is like. You know, recently they've been really throwing them at the end of a set, right? A second set, which is weird to me. I feel like 2001 into sand makes a lot more sense than like a 2001 into fire to end, you know? But maybe that's just my, I don't know, 1.0, you know. Yeah, I think they needed, I think they needed to blow it up one last time, you know? I I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of what you, you feel at the end of that set with the 2001 and the fire, you know, the fire I thought was cool. Um, again, right. I mean, we camp when we're out here. So it's, um, to me, you know, upstate New York, you're in the kind of Adirondacks, all these kind of beautiful big trees. Um, so I don't know right. fire makes sense to me in the, in the wooden amphitheater. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 I, thought, no, I, I think it's know, a great set ender for sure. just, I was talking about the 2001. I was complaining again. Yeah, no, I, I think they just needed to kind of wake the crowd back up, you know, nice. um, yeah. a, I yeah, forget yeah. what happened been right before 2001 right but there's shine a light which actually sleeping, like, monkey. sleeping monkey i thought was great yeah um but you know caspian after chalk dust it was kind of the caspian the bug um i thought the Eight bug was really nice bug. you know but it's a little yeah it was yeah it's a little quieter tune um right shine a light i really enjoyed but again quieter tune my sweet one i thought was really good placement i you know i have a story about that song with my wife so i was you know like when i hear that um, so yeah, I think it, and Sleeping Monkey was super fun. So I think the 2001 was just kind of like, 
all right, we're coming up to clock. Like, let's make everybody <laughs> yell really loud one last time. It, yeah, that's nice. the way I perceive it, at least, you know? I mean, it does seem like the if, if this, like, idea of the fourth quarter slump or whatever is real, it it, it kind of did happen at, spec, at Man 2 and a little yeah. bit last night. Um, it is interesting, and, you know, I don't know what's, what's going through their minds necessarily. I, I mean, obviously, I don't know, but I don't know if they just, you know, the... The first night of man, they finished with the breath and burning jam into timber into slave into YM. So that's like about yeah. you know that's that's nice. Um, but I don't I know. Is it just? Do you think it's like indecision or just kind of like you said, Patrick? Kind of like oh shit, there's more time. We better keep playing stuff or trying to mix in. I'm just I, I'm just curious as to why that happens after a you know 40 minute portion of music that's just so powerful. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because I, yeah, because you kind of it makes sense to all of us. Just like, okay, play Tweezer now after Chocolate Torture, right? <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you, right? Like everybody's just gonna flip their shit. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was definitely interesting. You're kind of at the end, waiting for them to do something. So that 2001 kind of felt like the thing. You know, they were trying to get the energy up. You're, you're kind of waiting for them to to do kind of one last blow the roof off. You know, before before the evening ends. So. That's the way I perceive 2001, at least. It was just kind of like, all right, let's all yell really loud one last time, and then we'll be back tomorrow. Word. That's right. And plus, it's always about what we want. So. Well, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, to Brad, to that point, like, it makes you realize how um, unique and special those times are, like Randall's right. or Dick's, you know, when, when they just play mm-hmm. four huge jam vehicles in a row for 60 minutes, or Man to Man last year with the five-song second set. Like, it's... It's pretty rare these yeah. days, and we can't expect it every time, but when it happens, it's like, holy shit, you know? They're old, you know? Yeah. They're old. <laughs> I think you're going to get one of those, though, Patrick, either tonight or, yeah, I or think tomorrow it's... night, maybe both. Oh, um, yeah, I would say, again, I don't want to have high expectations, but I would say almost certainly there's going to be one of those the tweezer tonight. deep second sets. I hope yeah, so. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Well, um, Patrick, we appreciate you joining us and sharing your, your experience, and um, we're obviously going to leave the leave the listeners with a, a clip from that shock dust, but um, I hope that you, um, I hope that we can communicate to our listeners how awesome of a weekend you're having there with your friends at the campground, hanging out all day, seeing fish at night. I just, I'm really happy for you and I'm really excited that you get to spend the next yeah. couple of days doing this. So great. And I know it's, it's Thanks, guys. Do I... the baby. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's my wife is a, is an all-star. We have a, a nine month old baby. So it's been nice. We've been FaceTiming, you know, it's uh it's great, but yeah, no, it's, I, and that's really, you know, the stealing time opener, um, kind of, I was thinking about it, kind of hit home with me. It, it's just kind of all bonus time, right? I feel like yeah. for both like us and for fish, like, you know, two out of my three friends here, we've been friends since high school, at least lifelong friends, you know, two, two out of three of us are fathers, you know, obviously everybody in fish is a father, you know, we're all responsible adults. So it's nice to be able to, to, uh, to do this. And it's just, you know, it's just kind of the cherry on top. Um, so I think that's the way, that's the way this weekend feels like to me, you know, fish is kind of playing with house money. So nice. Awesome. Good way to put it, man. Enjoy the buried alive tonight. Yeah. It's also nice to, um, it's nice to put off some of that responsibility for a few hours and just, you know, dance and rage and, 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 you Mm -hmm. know, have fun with your friends. And that's really awesome. It's great that we get to very lucky. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's, we are. It's really nice, too. My friends are keeping it together. I haven't ch- had to change any diapers at 5.30 in the morning yet, so um, <laughs> you know, it's a real That's bonus. Good. Congratulations. Patrick, thanks for joining us. I, I'm gonna make a note in the yeah. show in the show notes that Patrick joined us for episode number six of this when, when Patrick and I were at the Merriweather Post Pavilion together um three three Was years ago six? now. Episode wow. six, man. Oh, man. Wow. We've come a long yeah, way. Awesome. That, was, that was a great episode. Great episode, so fun. I'm surprised I didn't ruin your. Mm-hmm. Pro- I'm surprised I didn't ruin your podcast with that. <laughs> no, so I'm glad you guys keep, keep going. What, what episode is this now? We're well. This is we, we're not really counting them during the tour, but we're on we're on our next official episode will be 84. So if you count the little yeah. ones, it's you know we're close to 100. But um, yeah, man, it's been we appreciate you being an early and early and often supporter of us. This one's this one is way more serious than episode six. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little I'm older glad, now. I'm glad I kept it together this time. No, it's like, <laughs> we're all a little older. We're all a little better at it, you know. All right. Yeah. Okay. Love Thank you, you guys. Patrick. Take care. All right. Pleasure. Love you too. Take, take it easy, man. Yeah. Bye. bye. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time, thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. 